I can't. You stop, Craig. I can't remember how to stop, Craig. Oh, oh yeah, I can. Craig. I can stop, Craig. I got. I got it. You just hit the button now. And you may find yourself reading Under Mountain Adventurer, and you may find yourself Caracasin, Samwise, Stouthearted, and you may find yourself revealing a battle with Atraxa, and you may find yourself playing 60-card DNT, stoneforging for Trailblazer's Torch, and you may ask yourself, how the hell did I get here? And the sets release, and they power creep in. The banhammer hits, cards they fucking broken. Play in blue again, after white plume's gone. For the last decade, Delva played turn one. And you may ask yourself, can I play Stifle? And you may ask yourself, where is that Trailblazer's Torch? And you may tell yourself, 60 cards is not better than 80. And you may tell yourself, Death and Taxes is not playable. And the sets release, and they power creep in. The banhammer hits, cards they fucking broken. Play in blue again, after White Plume's gone. For the last decade, Delver played turn one. Delver's tier 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 one. Hello and welcome to the Canadian Threshold, the Legacy Podcast. It's saying, uh, you know, maybe they should have just put Wasteland and Modern and ruined that fucking format for one set of ours. <laughs> my name is Quinn Omori, and I'm here as always with my co-host Jeff Kinsey. Jeff, how's it going? Good. I think that would put us dangerously close to becoming a modern podcast. I would be interested I if would... I could Wasteland people. Yeah, like Wasteland, Spirit Guide, Spirit Guide, Blood Moon. Uh, I'm almost down with playing yeah. Modern then. There's that like Ponza deck, and that's kind of sick. Imagine you could just play Wasteland too. Hell yeah. I think the format that used to play, what's that like three man Arakdos guy? Oh, Fulminator Mage. Yeah, it used to be like $40, <laughs> and now it's like a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That card was playable. Imagine what Wasteland would like wreak havoc on. <laughs> Someone's like, try him, go. And you're just like, Wasteland you. <laughs> oh. You're right. I would I would play modern yeah. if I could do that. Are we here with another fellow wasteland enjoyer? We are here. This is a, that's one thing we can all agree on. Wasteland. <laughs> Brendan McBain, how are you doing and how do you feel about wasteland? I love a wasteland. I'm doing well. I was almost thinking like because they have Renin Six might be a little too egregious, but for Shaddenport, would you be a okay modern converter or at least like you would dip your toe in the 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 I, water of Rashidia, if if they Rashidia is that what it's? I guess that is what it's called. It just doesn't sound right. Um, <laughs> I would have to look into playing some modern, but I feel like in effect you'd port somebody in modern, and they'd be like, okay. <laughs> I mean, it seems like it would be fair. It'd be good against the creature lands. Yeah. Oh yeah, nice. Doesn't hall seem of like it would wreck modern. I mean, I don't know about modern. I know what I'm saying I, like I haven't. <laughs> we we have no qualifications. I watch like 30 minutes of Aspiring Spike most mornings. That's my entry into modern. So it looks like every single deck plays uh, Asmar, whatever, and the cookbook, and uh, you know, just makes food tokens and then takes 18 turns in a row. That's every deck. In say, it, looks, it looks like you can play literally any deck, and then and they're all good. Because yeah. you watch a spurring spike, you're like, holy shit, every deck's good. 
yeah, wow, this deck looks amazing. It has four oh, copies wow. of Moldrifter. Fuck yeah. You can play everything. <laughs> uh, before we have to jump ship and go into modern, I would like to talk about some upcoming legacy events. Those are still on the horizon, so we don't have to start buying our shocks yet. Uh, Connections Monthly is the first Monday of every month at 6.30 p.m. Next one is coming up April 3rd, 20 proxy limits. So get your bullshit ready to go uh think big this is big brain time at the connections monthly uh and there's a stronghold 1k the day before which is even better get the juice out of your system and then play some trash at connections but uh, stronghold 1k april 2nd notably zero proxy limit but that'll be a good time speaking of shocks i think if you have the corresponding dual land you should be able to like write on the sleeve to proxy the shock like that should be the rule <laughs> in tournament magic. Because I, yeah, I, I wanted to it. play, I wanted to play Shadow, and then I was like, "These were my cards," and I'm like, "I have watery graves." And I like looked in my email, and it was like, "Buy buy order approved." I'm like, "No, I sold five of them because <laughs> they were they gave me a lot of money, you know, relatively speaking." Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm like, "When am I going to use these? When I want to play Death Shadow, idiot!" So I have no shocks anymore. But you also, I think the way it goes every like four years, a Ravnica set comes into standard and shocks get reprinted. So you'll be okay. It's true. <laughs> but it, I, when was the last thing we went back to Ravnica? Like, like two years ago? No, so we're due. Wait, it has to be longer than that because I drafted at somebody's house and that was definitely before COVID. <laughs> it was like Guilds of Ravnica? Yeah, right? yeah. Ravnica Allegiances? Oh, that was quite yeah. a while ago, yeah. Yeah. That was like start of 2020. Dude, time is fucked up. Yeah, so we are overdue. (sighs) Speaking of time, it feels like it took no time. It was just yesterday that we were introduced to Expressive Iteration and White Plume Adventure, but it also felt like a fucking eternity (laughs) that that I had to look at my Delver opponent one for one. I mean, they're going, hold on. Let me just get some card advantage real quick here for two friggin' mana. Yeah. You know, back in my day, that was a Night's Whisper. That was yeah, you take theory. damage. Yeah. Yeah, no selection. You just take damage. I like Dig Through Time and Treasure <laughs> yeah. Cruise and other egregious broken cards. Yeah. If you Gosh, want to draw two now there is a card. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's draw just... Four. Yeah. It's tempo negative. Uh... <laughs> For, for the listener, McBain just flickered out of existence. <laughs> the fucking camera. I don't know. Even a gush got him too excited. Yeah. <laughs> How long was White Plume legal for? Was it so like- the, the interesting thing about White Plume, I, I don't know the, the time on when Baldur's Gate was released. So but, I'll, I'll, I'm going to preface it and say, uh-huh. how long was it legal for on Magic Online? Because that's when it really yeah, that's what I was infested everything. And it feels like that was like September. I think it was maybe because you were pretty early to it. And we went down to Issaquah in late October or November. I think it was early, Mm -hmm. early November. And that's when it was like first, like we were first packing our bags to go on an adventure and take the initiative. Yeah. And you were pretty early into that. And then it just like the whole winter was just initiative winter. That's right. Undercity Winter. It was a uh, yeah. I'm trying to look and see when the first time I played it. 
on Magic Online was, but uh, she was wild. Oh, yeah, there's a big list of initiative that starts uh, on Magic Online. That card was 50, per 50 cents when the set was released. White Bloom? Yeah, on Magic Online? Uh, on, no, on uh, oh, paper. I mean, paper. yeah, I think the ones I got were like three bucks. And I didn't, yeah, I don't know. But it, I think September is around the right time because it truly is like, you know, it existed and, you know, JR tweeted about it. And I think um, Lee, Mr. Lee tweeted about it like, oh, this is interesting. But until it's on Magic Online, like what's going to happen? You know, I think um, it's a guy named uh, Oni. I think he's from France maybe and he was tweeting uh you know some lists and some of the guys of the london legacy were tweeting some lists and like oh hey i, I keep fucking throwing every week with initiative what the hell but definitely like a bizarre sleeper case of like old almost popper where the format in paper was different than online i mean we're still in that mode with a bunch of the cards that exist or don't exist so who's to say maybe once uh, stickers get implemented on magic online uh, goblins will reign supreme for a while. Are they going to do that? I can't imagine. They've announced, you know, the 40k cards. Uh, and I think they made some mention of some infinity stuff, but like, how the fuck would they implement stickers? Like, that's it's one thing to implement a card that works the mechanic that already exists because the Undercity was already on Magical Line. So putting in an idiot that, you know, just untaps on upkeeps, who cares? But like, Coding sticker decks? Like, what the fuck? Man, how hard would it be to just say legal in commander and then feel like we're just changing the legality of legacy? I mean, that, that's what we've always been asking for, isn't it? Yeah, but like, well, it'd be confusing. Like, what, like what's legacy? You know? like, it's not confusing. Yeah, what? You can't play your vampiric tutors here? Yeah. <laughs> I'm really glad that they didn't. Like there was a lot of people saying they're never going to do anything because it's not a Magic Online yet, so we don't really know. Yada yada. I'm glad they didn't like stick to that and have like this like perfect, clean format with like okay everything's there. We can now make a decision because it probably would have been another year before they got all of the other commander You're cards and everything onto online. You're saying like, okay, online. we're going to put a pause on this until we, you know, do the 10,000 new cards we have uh, yeah. on Magic Online. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at, at any point, right, any update from them, like a sign of life is good. Like, I want a video of Ian Duke with a newspaper with today's date. <laughs> like, <laughs> Just show me you're alive. I should. I missed my opportunity at Eternal Weekend. I should have asked um read <laughs> like how's your brother doing he doing okay is he busy these days <laughs> i'd love to get in touch with them thinking about the ban list you know like uh <laughs> so um, not only did i really like their explanation on the actual banning like i thought it was just it's almost like they filter all of the stuff that people have been complaining about and saying on podcasts and then distill it down. And like, this is literally what they've been hearing. There's not really a lot of nuance or data that they're sharing. It's just kind of echoing what we've been saying. But I did like I how mean, they... They've had like probably like two, three months of people saying this exact statement. So they really got to the pick of the litter when they made this one. <laughs> yeah. 
But then, like in addition, all of the other major formats also got a little blurb and like they got to be talked about. So, in the future, like I know, like so there's sometimes where they they don't do that, or they you know ban some in Pioneer, but then legacy players are like, hey, we're we're burning over here. It's that kid with like the drowning kid in the pool, and then the person in the chair, <laughs> like the skeleton on the chair on the bottom yeah. of the ocean. Like at least other formats that don't necessarily or they some people might want the attention they kind of speak to it and say hey here's what we're seeing and what we're thinking about right now so at least you know where things are at i also so. appreciate that there's no mention of a completely unplayable card as a possible meta changer oh yeah for sure <laughs> oh my <laughs> god grown a lot. yeah um look the white plume adventurer ban is deserved the mechanics fucking dumb in my in my ideal world this doesn't change how anything plays out but like i wish they wouldn't hesitate to just like ban like a mechanic or the companion or something you know just like hey look whoa just ignore that part of the card because like on that respect luris is super cool it's just having it as a companion is not fucking good so I, like, there's so many cards just like battle the cards who cares yeah, you know, like I think there's something to say for cards that people have like. I mean, I guess people purchase these too, but cards that people have owned for like a long time might have like you know, whatever. There's like something to be said for like protecting people's collections or whatever, you know. Protect like, they're just like, us. yeah. Well, maybe, but <laughs> uh, there are companions. Like, yeah, maybe these companions are like fine in like the seventy-five. But it's like, who cares? There's like a zillion new magic cards every year now. Yeah, but fucking get, cool. get rid of 20 of them. No one's going to notice in like a year. Don't get rid of Yorion like that. And like everyone will just fucking forget. They'll print yeah. some other fucked up thing and then you'll be like, oh, I have all these cards. Then where do you stop? <laughs> we cannot cross this I'm... line. <laughs> I... I mean, if you want to tell, if you want me to tell you where I'm going to stop, it's going to be way down the road. We'll be here all night. <laughs> At first, they came for White Plume. <laughs> we'll, be, we'll, we'll ban everything until we're just playing Forgetful Fish, and I'll be stoked. Legs for him, perfect. I mean, we did learn new Forgetful Fish tech this week, right? Oh yeah. I think you need to yeah. drop a little explainer. Yeah, well, please. Now we have. Do people know? No, we're talking about fish. no, no. This is for the no fish explanation. Enjoyer. Just fish explaining the tech. Only. If you're a fish aficionado, oh, if you're aficionado, uh, you're probably going to be like, "Yeah, idiot." <laughs> um, but I went to Crystal Spray, friend of the show, Chad's Dan Dan, and he goes, "Okay, that's the target naming what land." And anyone who knows Chad knows that like that may have been a legitimate question, or he may have just been griefing me a little bit. And I thought it was the latter. And I was like, I don't know, forest. It doesn't matter. And he goes, Mine Ben, name forest. And I was like, I'll make my island forest. So I have one forest now. I was like, Huh. Just saves your guy. He's like, Yeah, isn't that the point of this card? And I'm like, We've only been using it offensively. Where it was like it was like when a monkey gets a tool, you know, I was like, this is just like opened up my eyes to like a myriad of possibilities. Yeah. That's crazy. Never. Th I just thought it was good value, you know? Yeah. 
Now it's better. You gotta kill stuff. You gotta kill their dan dan. dan. Um, <laughs> so I, I'm just clarifying that you choose the words to change on resolution. Oh, you do? Yeah, I looked it up. So <laughs> oh, Judge Boy Chad cheated. That's not technology. I, I I swear this had come up for me before, and then I kind of like worked through it or whatever with the person, and they were like, Oh, I guess that doesn't work. So Chad, Chad lost the game. I mean, he mind right. gained Quinn. He won the game. That's like, you Did know, you... somebody demonic to us and you say, oh, what'd you get? <laughs> like, that's, <laughs> that's how it works. Have to give <laughs> a time extension, I guess. Okay. I definitely um, demonic to in cube and then been like, I got this. And someone's like, can't show me. I'm like, well, you're dead. doesn't matter. <laughs> Extremely rude. I was a little bit drunk. Uh, anyways, I think <laughs> back to the ban list. As the white plume enjoyer, I am not going to argue that that shouldn't be banned. It's stupid. And what I was trying to say is the whole undercity mechanic is stupid. Um, it's there, and I'm going to abuse it in some respects when I can, but like it's stupid. And the types of games it leads to are like the epitome of like unfun, uninteresting games. Um, I need to. I cannot speak as an expressive iteration enjoyer. I can only speak as a hater. Um, I think at least one of you can can talk a little bit about expressive iteration. Um, I don't think there's necessarily been a, a wealth of success behind casting it from from you, but <laughs> <laughs> I've actually done pretty well. Like since I actually picked it up. Um, mm. So I was probably I probably only started really playing EI like this winter, like actually like picked up copies and started playing them. Um, I don't know. I I was never actually like that super impressed with the card, but it was one of those things where it just it was like okay, this is always good. It never mm -hmm. felt bad, and then like late game where you're just like oh I. Out of gas, you just top deck that. You're like, let's go. <laughs> you're kind of back it's, in the game. It's also something like, that's like, uh, what? Go ahead, Quinn. Uh, it undermines the whole idea of like, well, like Delver's got to go one for one with you. So like, what can you do? You can like overload them. Mm -hmm. You know, you can like outgrind them. It just as soon as that happened, and it, like a card like that is never a card that you're like. I mean, you'll have situations where you top decking like this was insane, but it's like never a card you cast on like turn five where you're like, oh yeah, but like that's the thing that won you the game, right? Because you got like an extra card in your hand. Yeah. And it played an yeah. extra threat. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, it was, was... To do that. Um, yeah. So I probably played, uh, I don't know, a couple weeklies with it. So I had played like the Rug Delver version without expressive iteration that was just playing Tarmogoyfs and Stifles and. I was having fun playing that at our weeklies, but then I went to like the full-on spike blue-red version with EIs. I played that at our at the recent 1K that we had at Stronghold and top aided with that and played a couple other weeks with it. It's just a really powerful deck. And especially like well, obviously it's a tier one deck, but the ability to like go up against random bullshit. And just be able to outmuscle them with your counter spells because you can two for one yourself with force will and it doesn't matter is is pretty powerful. But it does feel a I bit don't... like the dig or treasure cruise era. Um, 
like like notably too i mean before yeah it came around what i mean nobody was really playing like a draw two aside from some freaks trying to play predict but uh you know like charter course came out forever ago and people were like oh i can play charter course in delver and then it's like oh actually like drawing conditional drawing two isn't great um but ei does a couple things differently right like you're drawing two out of three and like sure only one of those going to your hand but like come on come on uh and you don't actually draw the cards so you can just you know tuck it away so it gets around uh, all kinds of stuff and then well things also, like things like nurse just fell off the face of the yep. earth because they mm-hmm. were useless it is also just like one more thing in the brick wall of like mystic sanctuary right like if mystic sanctuary didn't exist ei would be very good i don't think it would be banned that was going to be my second point is playing it felt fine and then when i realized that oh you can do this with mystic sanctuary and just like keep eiing and then you can daze it back once i learned that and it just became like a in a lot of the mid-ranger control games you're like this is actually my plan and I'll just kill them eventually. You're just like juggling with one hand and like got a knife in the other. <laughs> just keeping like, the EI mystic going. Whereas it used but, to feel like playing Delver used to feel like you were juggling two knives. Yeah. Like anytime I might stab yeah. myself. So and and I I honestly prefer that style. Like the one for one, you're riding the rickety bicycle and you're trying to get across the finish line. Like that is my preferred style of Delver. And that's what we'll talk about when we get to what we played this weekend. But like the ability to have some kind of card advantage spell and Mystic Sanctuary and continuously daze your bullshit, that still exists. Like these cards, like you can play, they might not be as powerful, but like you could play some predicts or whatever the exile one is. Stop it, yeah, with like Reckless Impulse or something. Yeah, Reckless Impulse is the one. Um, but like there are going to be Delver players who, not because EI was so good, but because the engine that is Days and Mystic Sanctuary is so good, there are going to be Delver players who are going to be looking for what that card should be because it's just so powerful. What do the other lands do? So the green one makes a food. Yep. The red one makes a dwarf. dwarf. Yep. The black one... You put a, a creature, creature back on your library? Yeah, on top of your library. What is Can the you guys name the white one? The Ganjo. No. No. <laughs> gives you some counters or something? It gives you one counter on a creature. Oh, the healing healing solved again. Yeah. Like yeah. the other four. Like at least the dwarf, you there's like creativity combo yeah. shit. Or you could like ambush viper someone's Two one, I guess. Like, they didn't look at the blue one, and we're like, "Wow, this is like, fucked up." <laughs> I know, right? And the difference between like you know, like mystical tutor and like worldly tutor, like that's a big difference. Vampire, yeah, but at least that's like I mean, it's flavorful. Like, sure, like mm-hmm. I don't know, like what could the blue one have done that wouldn't have been so egregious? Probably would have fucking drawn a card before this happened. <laughs> <laughs> would like draw a card, discard be too strong? That's pretty strong. That would be insane. 
That would be so gross. I, I honestly don't know. I think it would have it to be like target creature gets like minus three minus zero or something. It would have been like you know target creature doesn't untap next turn. Yeah, that's fine. That's yeah. pretty, and like you could do that during oh, their upkeep and shit. Or not upkeep. Yeah. You could do that like end of turn or whatever. Like you know. Yeah. Yeah. That would be decently powerful. It would be good and limited too. Yeah. Um. So, are we yeah. just generally? I. Is there anyone who's mad about these bans? No, I don't think there is. Like, I think even it's... speaking as like on behalf of anybody who's played like initiative, no, like nobody's like what? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> How's that guy on Twitter? It? For sure, there is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when you scroll down and like when you like one make the mistake of like going to the replies, and then you yeah. scroll down. And it's like there are more replies. That's where that guy is. He's like oh, hidden in replies. It's part of Watsy's anti-white agenda. He's a, he's either there or he's like it's like user you've muted. Yeah. You can't see this tweet because you already decided this guy's a fucking moron. <laughs> um that that's my half. I don't think anybody on the EI side either is like, what the fuck? How did this happen? Like I think especially with the, the range of time we've been waiting for anything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, no, I think it was probably the most common thing that people were asking for. Mm-hmm. If there was one additional card taken, what would it have been, Jeff? For you, Murktide. the big, the big boy, Murktide. get him out of here. Just what Murktide. You know, when we were talking about standard on the weekend, and when they did some bands in standard, and I played standard at the end of it was like shadows and I don't know what the other set was, but it was, there was like two decks. There's blue white flash. We played smugglers copter. It was Kaladesh and, and shadows. Oh yeah. And then there was green, black delirium where you played Emrakul. And in one ban list update in standard, they banned smugglers copter reflector mage. I think an Emrakul, they just murdered both decks and then immediately they were like, oh, but red's going to be really strong, so we're going to fucking hamstring it before it can even do anything. And they just chopped that shit up because they were worried about it. Delver, like, just take a fucking axe to it, man. I'm not saying put it down and make it unplayable, but, like, make it, like, have to scrap a bit, you know? So the way I feel about Murktide is, like, Delver, the eponymous card. Mm-hmm. Like, you build around it and abuse it. Yes, it's way easier to build around in, in Legacy. Obviously, you just can like play a lot of spells um, and blind flip a lot. Brainstorm exists, but like, sure, whatever. Delver exists. It's like a 1-1, one, one, you know, for one, that flips and does cool stuff, whatever. Cool stuff, quote-unquote. Like, DRC. Very strong in that shell, but like other decks can do cool shit with DRC. Brainstorm, Ponder, all the cantrips, like, it would just like murder a combo if you like got rid of those. Uh, days, you know, borderline egregious wasteland that we all love. Like, it's like other decks use these cards and can do stuff that's like interesting. And if like Delver is like the spike deck and it's just like really efficient, great. Murktide, like, no one plays Murktide and is like, fuck, I made this incredible play. Like, what, what'd you do? So I was holding Force of Will, right? And then I had like five, get this, I had five instants and sorceries and or sorceries in my graveyard. I tapped two islands and I made an 8 8. And everyone's like, whoa, he ate the 8-8. Eight, eight. Then the next turn, I cast another one and hit him for fucking 12. <laughs> yeah, it became a 12-12. Then what? And then I won the game. Oh, cool story. 
had a game like, on the weekend where that was like literally my only out was have a Merc Titan play, delay the game, draw another Merc Titan, make the first one enormous. Still didn't win. But the fact that you can make it so huge is, yeah, it's a very good card. The whale, the poor whale. Man, the whale's so cool. The whale's cool. Yeah, the whale's cool as shit. It like does stuff. The whale got, yeah. To it, there's like a little dance. If the whale got too powerful, I'd be like, well, they tried to do a cool card and he's just too oh, good card advantage. Well, <laughs> oh, oh, whale. This has got to go. But we'd be sitting here being like, well, that's a bummer, but like, it makes sense. But, but like, then there'd be tied, people in boats fuck, like chasing down tankers, like save the whale. And yeah, <laughs> Ian Duke save the whale. <laughs> I guess that's kind of what you're arguing for right now, as you're saying, save the whale. Yeah, right. and that was save the whale. Yeah, he's un- yeah, he's gonna whale. go extinct. There's been no sightings in years. Yeah. Some say there's a pod out there roaming around the coast. Instead of uh, oh, this ooh, ooh, song idea, An ethereal yeah, pod. This is like too like we gotta wait. Our time because it's like mm. you know the other cards got banned, but you know like uh, uh, save a horse, ride a cowboy, uh huh, save a whale, ban a merc tide. Okay, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right, right. Follow that, that one away. Follow that one away from perfect, later. Perfect. Oh. Um, I I need to make an addendum before somebody gets mad at me too. I double check my facts. The bans for reflector mage and stuff, and then the red stuff were a year apart. But still, I remember them banning the red cards before it felt necessary, and I appreciate that. Give me some guts. Mm. Give me some gusto. Let's go nuts. They've done that in vintage as well, where they like preemptively ban. They're like, oh, Dredge is going to get too good now. So we're sweeping the leg on this one. It's like when Commander banned Lutri. Not even a chance. Sit the fuck down. Mind's <laughs> desire. Get the fuck out of here. Um, mm. Any other thoughts on bannings? I don't know. I think we're all in agreement that I think everybody has fucking intelligent opinions um outside of this podcast <laughs> yeah we're all we're all happy i think it will generally i don't know locally and it like pacific northwest metagames it'll be better yeah. um and yeah I, I don't really have any downsides to it honestly the biggest downside i had from from the banning is that um there was that face-to-face event this weekend, right? A bunch of legacy side events and stuff. I'm sure we'll talk about it in a second. But uh, because the deck I have been playing for the last, like, I don't know, a couple months got banned, I had to find everything for Death and Taxes that's all over this fucking room. You know, two Recruit of the Guards over there, one's over there. To give you an idea, the last time I had this deck together, half of my Recruit of the Guards were in that fucking Mardu elementals deck i played of callums in the summer i think because i just have so, not had dnt together in so long right now yeah so i have all my legacy cards like by color alphabetical order nerd but then after they're all organized i just have like infect and i have mm. to like take with the brainstorms and stuff but it's just like blended agent ink moth nexus they just sit in a little like they just sit there by themselves it's very smart yeah no, I have a stack of, of shit behind me that needs to be better organized. But every time I look, I start going through and I go, ooh, Mystic Remora. This is a scene play in Legacy at some point. I got to keep those with the Legacy playables. 
I definitely have. Well, I mean, even like Ethereal Forager. Like I like yeah. skim through and be like, why did I buy these? Huh? Did I play these? Maybe once. <laughs> Thank God. <sighs> so, and Jeff, I, you mentioned you hmm. mentioned the face to face weekend. Face to face weekend, baby. This. So I just want to again. It was cool to see you out casting some magical spells. It felt good. It felt. What really was your good. like? So maybe just to kind of set the table here, they had it at the convention center downtown Vancouver, BC, and this is the same kind of area where they would host a GP or like if the Pro Tour ever yep. came to Vancouver or something like this is where it is. So it kind of had that vibe to it and that prestige. It wasn't in some like backwater casino or something like that, which was you know pretty cool to see. It's worth noting and it was in like the old part of the convention center like across the port from where the grand prix would be it was still you know a proper hall and everything and it was nice but you're looking across the water <laughs> I, over i almost you know i almost liked it more honestly like the old convention center was of, bumping last weekend too it's true there's a dentist conference dude you stopped in there the yeah. dentist so conference feeling? which was one of bc's first super spreader events in 2020 <laughs> uh and the pokemon regional championship I know every yeah. time I lost the match, I just went and found some nitrous. <laughs> um, sorry, I think you had a point, McBain. No, I was just uh, so. I'm just curious. Like, I guess what were the other events? So there was a big standard event for the weekend mm-hmm. that they had, and then they had all sorts of side events for modern, pre-modern, or not pre-modern, pioneer, <laughs> and legacy. And I think they had a Canadian Highlander thing, if I'm not Canadian mistaken. Canadian Highlander Nationals. Yeah. The Nationals for Canadian Highlander. Uh, and I think Modern also. So Standard was like the face-to-face tour, like two-day event thing. Yeah. Um, and Modern, they had a really big event as well that was a play-in to qualify for like the next championship thing that I think is in Edmonton. Um, right. And then there was Commander stuff as well. So Yeah. Like... It was just cool. They had artists. They had the whole nine yards. So it was it was pretty sweet. So I'm just mm-hmm. curious, like as someone who's been away from the game for a little bit, um, <laughs> and getting back in and playing some DNT, like what were some of your what was your takeaways from the weekend? It felt so good. Like I, uh, I think I was talking to you, Quinn, just about when well, last time I played Paper Magic was, and I looked, and there was one time in January I managed to come out to a weekly, and before that it was in Philly, and like that was it. Um, and the last time I played D and T in in Paper, especially, was uh, in the summer or something, if not earlier. And uh, I practiced a bit online, you know, leading up to the event. I did maybe three leagues on on Magic Online, and it felt immediately. It just felt good, you know. It's like putting on like a, a nice old pair of shoes. Like you start drawing cars and seeing, like, oh yeah, you get the little engine going, you know. You get somebody with the instead flicker wisp, maybe a little upkeep shot in port, and stuff starts feeling good. Um, playing in paper again too, I was worried that you know I would like have like the dexterity errors you get when you haven't played Paper Magic for a while. And certainly picking up an 80 card deck and shuffling it for the first time in like most of a year was a little difficult, a little strenuous, but getting it together. Oh man, it felt good seeing my old friends. Did you miss any Yorion reveals? <laughs> <laughs> I oh, think, missed, uh, yeah, <laughs> it was yeah, around a little like, thing. 
Yeah, it was around like two in like the the challenge or the event on Friday. Uh, I'm playing as Quinn and he's on Painter and we go to like game three, I think, maybe game two. And, you know, we I think we draw maybe. And I was just like, oh, I didn't reveal my Orion. And it's like, not that I didn't just like reveal it. Like I shuffled it into my deck because I had put it in play the last game. <laughs> it's funny okay, too. So there was, was some rest. Day, I would mm-hmm. be like, yeah, pluck it out and give a shit. Yeah. And like this was, I don't even know if it was comp REL. Like, no, it was, it's like, not. Casual, it's casual. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's no deck list. So it was casual yeah. for sure. But for some reason, we're like at this event. So I'm like, I guess we should call a judge. Like, I didn't like not want you to have the Orion. But yeah. I was like, I, I don't know, man. And you're like, yeah, yeah, we'll just call the judge. So call the judge. <laughs> the judge is like, uh, well, you're allowed to have six to one cards in your deck after, or, you know, extra cards yeah. in your deck after you're, sideboarding. You presented a legal 81 card deck. So it just stays there. And I yeah. was like, oh, shit, that wasn't my intention. Sorry. <laughs> the thing is, playing the matchup, I mean, DNT against Painter, I was like, I'm probably not going to use this Yorin anyways. But it was nice to do a little drive-by and say hi every time I was tutoring. You know, play a recruiter and you're just like, oh, hey, Orion, see you later. Stoneforge. Oh, hey, bud. <laughs> that was actually tearing. You're like, got a top deck of swords. Just draw Yorion. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually the most probably exciting part about playing the deck again was, um, you know, the the Roy Yorion that uh, Duke so nicely sent me. It's been sitting. I have a little like phone holder that is under my monitors. You know, just put your phone on. And for the last since the summer, I haven't played the deck. The Yorion's just been sitting in there looking at me. But to get to play it and reveal it all weekend and have people come on by and like, oh, man, uh, that was a good time. It was very nice to play with the guy again, the boy. And you uh, played, did you play DNT the whole weekend? The whole weekend. Um, pretty much straight crib to list from, uh, you know, as you do from JR. Um, only thing I've noticed is playing Trailblazer's Torch, which is, look, can't get the initiative out. Um which is fine. It's good. It has uh, irrelevant text, but uh, sometimes you can just find it and it does things. That's cool. Mm. Noted, actually, when... there's like 12 pieces of graveyard hate in in the sideboard. Uh, I played against Reanimator a couple times, and it was literally like, leave two cards in the board and board everything else you're in. <laughs> so you have Lion Sashes. One Lion Sash main. Surgical? Three Surgical. Oh, you circled me, so Surgical, yeah. Yeah. Four ley line, line. Yeah, circles and ley lines, yeah, and two rest in peace. Yeah, Quinn, uh, you're on a you're on a big deck, you and need, then another containment priest, and there was a path which you bring in for reanimator because you're just like I need more swords. Holy! Oh, and a cage, and a cage, and you still lost to reanimator, right? I played against Ben. I'm not going to go in every round. But I played against Ben on the Sunday event, like round one, and like you know, I lost game one. I was like, whatever, it's reanimator. That's going to happen. And like cyborg, I'm trying to like avoid showing that I'm just like, like doing everything, and then like I mauled. To, like I drew a hand, and it's like seven cards, reasonable DNT hand, but like nothing for reanimator hate. And I'm like, okay, that's okay. I got so many cards in here, we're good. And it's like the next hand. Nothing. Okay, that's fine. Five's still good. Five's still good. Nothing. Okay, four, four, four. Nothing. And I rolled the three until I kept like Leyline, Land, Stoneforge. And like Leyline was good, but he just show and tell did an attract son and fucking murdered me. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, but it was fun. It was a lot of fun. I wish I did better on the Sunday event um, going 0 2. And then playing against uh, Alvin on Merfolk and uh, giving him the win to try to sign up for the other event. 
uh, and you know, that's all I got to play on Sunday. But I had a lot of fun, and playing the deck again felt great. It's nice to feel like you go into a tournament and you know you end up like O two, and you're like, yeah, but like, it's not because like the wheels you know fell off or I fucked up. It's just like it didn't line up. Right. Um, now I saw both of you playing. Queen, I don't think you made it on Sunday, but were you there Saturday too? Yeah, I was there Friday and Saturday. I think the day off work on Friday because I can't yeah. make Sunday. Hell yeah! Did you guys play like the same thing like all weekend, or did you just change it up? Uh, I played Painter all weekend. All I weekend. brought Painter and Infect, um, and I just like was like jam some practice games. I wasn't really feeling infected. Like, I don't know whether it was the matchups I was practicing with or just like you know luck of the draw when you're like drawing cards. It doesn't like feel good, you know. Vibe um, like Painter at Eternal Weekend when we were playing Painter and Infect, and you're just like, yeah, I should have just played Painter in the main event as well. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Um. I actually played Painter and I like the on Friday I lost the finals to you. I lost the finals to you, Jeff. <laughs> um or I, I lost out match to you anyways out of three. And the other two matches were like combo, which is like generally like not great, like fast combo. Um, but like just like I just fucking magus dudes. And it felt great. Um Magus, Magus, like Fury beatdowns and stuff like that to get there. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, but I had like interesting games. I mean, I say I just Magus people, but they're like interesting games. Like, you know, going like, oh, should I go for combo off Saga? Or do they have like removal or like whatever? So like, you get know, getting spell bomb and like just kind of like a little more prisony is the wrong word, but a little more prisony. You know, like you used to feel like when you played Painter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. It's like yeah, tempo so prison. Yeah, it's tempo prison. <laughs> but there were like interesting lines and interesting matchups. Uh, Jeff, we had really, really good games. Uh, I think the only match where I just got stomped is I played the mirror against Seth, and I'm just like, oh my god, he's got everything. It just felt like we were drawing off different decks. Uh, he also played very well. I don't want to take anything away from him, obviously, but um, probably part of the reason I felt like I was just like just drawing blanks. Uh, but he just like murdered me. But outside of that, I had just like really back and forth, like fun games of magic. I remember one of the games we played, I just had this like situation in my brain. You know, I was observing the board and it's like, he's going to do this. And I am, you know, seeing through the matrix. I cannot be stopped. He's going to activate that welder. I'm going to react what? to it. And then he's going to do that. And I'm going to fucking get his ass. And then you just <laughs> did it in the other order. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, I have not considered this. <laughs> well, we're also, I can't remember what the conversation was, which would make a lot better podcast material. <laughs> but you said something to me. And I just looked at you and was like, huh. <laughs> and was like, I'm going to get painted and go for the combo. Like, no. And just put a cast file in the yard, and I could see your eyes go a little wider. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know what you're fucking doing, Jeff. I know how you, <laughs> you, you thought you were gonna get me. Uh, you did get me anyways on that, but for a different reason. But yeah, it's like one just one like blunder into another. You know, like I had my situation of like, oh my god, how am I ever recovering from this? And then it was like, wait, I see the line. And then it was your turn to like think the same thing. <laughs> Uh, the lightning greaves actually very relevant in our match and uh, garbage in all the other matches I played. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Defiler continues to be impressive. Uh, yeah, I cast Defiled uh, 
collector oof. I welded it out when my opponent tried to like do something and just like in response just like blasted something else. So just like I don't know, it's it's a powerful magic card. It's really straddles the line, I think, on like things that I can still be excited about playing versus things I feel like I have to play. Mm. Um Urza's saga in that deck is the thing I feel like I have to play. Chaos Flower is a thing where I'm like, you know, like you get it going and it's broken, but take some work yeah the are you just splashing it or are there any other black cards that you're casting uh if you consider nihil spellbomb a black card that's a nice one i've got spellbomb because then you yeah unlike uh soul guide lantern you get to exile and draw for one mana whereas for soul guide you have to choose one or the other yeah so that means you're playing like Blood Moon or um, Badlands or something like that, right? Yeah, I've got two Badlands and then uh, okay. two Petals, and then I'm just making treasures off of uh, Fabled Moonbreaker. Yeah. Okay. So it's not just like, because when I played it, it was like just one Chaos Defiler and nothing else changed in the deck. Yeah. And it felt, yeah. it felt fine, but like I could definitely see Tippy Towing a little bit more like you did. So interesting. Having the black source like won me a game for sure. Uh, when I killed that oof, I surgical my opponent's force of will. Uh, they were like my four color control. Um, they had to like tap out to green suns the oof into play, and then saw that the old dad was like a brainstorm, no counter magic. Um, after I surgicaled, and then got to untap, drew a monkey, and then got to like hard cast the defiler. And that mm. just like it was like game over after that. I like how you can even pay for surgical, like an honest fellow. I could. Uh, I did actually. Black black life. I was tapped out. I paid life there, but yeah, you can pay for a surgical. Yeah. And I have. I did that. Have you ever paid for a surgical and then had to get dazed? Ooh. No. <laughs> Thankfully. I'm sure whoever that's happened to is just like never again. I will always pay like <laughs> yeah ten ten black mana in play. Fuck it. I'm paying mana. I'm paying life for this thing. Certainly, someone's been double dazed. You know. <laughs> Or they're like, ah, I'll pay one. I've got two mana. I'm like play, playing around days. Like, what are you playing around double days? Like, no, no, no. I had some double dazes this weekend, as well as both by me and against me. And Ooh. it's much better when you're the offending person than when you get double dazed. The double days always feels like, you know, you're standing out there and you just lost your jacket. You're like, please, <laughs> like, this needs <laughs> to work. <laughs> Yeah, this particular the double days that happened to me was I had actually like done something. They dazed, I dazed their days, and then they double dazed my days or back to the original spell. So it just like not only did my spell get countered, like all my lands were gone. I was just like, oh, I'm never recovering from this. The best double days is when you can hard cast the first one and leave one mana up and then do mm. it again. That's like a. Beauty. Yeah, then then you're just laughing at that point. Man. So you you were just on so Jeff, you were in DT the whole weekend, had a mm -hmm. fantastic time. Do you see yourself continuing to play DT in the future? I think so. I think certainly for the uneven period, so probably for April, unless something crazy shows up. Um there's nothing else really on the radar. I don't have enough stuff to try to play like green red initiative or anything. 
and uh, definitely did not win enough to pick up some cities and chrome boxes to sort out other things. So really, I guess unless JTL comes out of retirement with some total sicko Esper list, I will be back on uh, (laughs) TNT for a while, I think. It also just feels good. I was worried that, you know, I'd play it and be like, uh, I'm you know, I'm losing these matchups or I don't have any agency here, but like I, I just felt very good in every matchup. Without context, that question was so funny. Like, do you think <laughs> you'll play DNT again? Like how did it feel? Do you like this deck? What was the <laughs> gameplay? Like it's a bit of an investment, but there's no dual lands. Like you think you might make the take the plunge by some Thalias? <laughs> it was just in standard, so now's your chance. Do you find your child experimenting with Thalias? <laughs> call 1-800-PONDER and we'll send them four brainstorms immediately and we'll pay the one on your behalf paid for by the cantrip cartel um so i mean that's that's me um i mean bane what, what did you just i mean you think you gave it away you were played some delver you were the bad guy i was so on thursday i tried i finally got some ledger shredders in the mail you know two or like a year late to the party classic but uh, i got some ledger shredders and i played like a delusion delver that i basically swapped out the expressive iterations that were banned and put in predicts and went to went to town made made a few adjustments to the sideboard had a fun time oh my god so i was playing like blue red delver with three days two wasteland and three predict in the deck and no Delvers. It was just like Darcy's, Merktides, and Ledger Shredders. So like very Bullwinkle-esque deck. It was super fun. The games were super long because you actually just couldn't kill people. Like you would just kind of sit there and draw cards forever, filter things, and then eventually you'd get some big Merktide down that they could just never kill because you had all the cards and counters, and you just would just kill them at that point. But so it was fun. I enjoyed it. But then for the weekend I played that uh, bunch of Italian players, like Nimblest Mongoose on Twitter. Oh, and yeah. He's always posting well, him and a couple of his their friends, I guess, are always posting some sweet rug delver lists. So I basically cribbed that list, modified the sideboard a little bit for what I was expecting to see here. And had a fantastic time with that. Um, but your creature suite is just Delver, four Delver, four Tarmogoy, four Murktide, or three Murktide and two Brazen Borrower. And having seven big threats is n- not to be underestimated. Like often Delver, like you've kind of got these little dorks and then Murktide. But they can kind of focus on just like, oh yeah, make sure I always can deal with the Murktide. And they're trying to line up their answers on that. But when all of a sudden you're also just adding four more Tarmogoyves to the mix that are generally like four or fives or five sixes, they are just terrifying for people. And the amount of times that I would just go like giant threat, giant threat, and just kind of push past whatever they're trying to do was most of the games. But I was playing Force Stifle, and it was super Ooh. fun. I definitely got like almost a full bingo card of things to stifle completed across the weekend. 
It was super fun. Did you stifle um, an initiative trigger? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Hell Tristan yeah. and I were playing. Um, he was just kind of like hanging around on Saturday night before. So I only went down on Saturday night and then I played the Sunday event. And Tristan was just hanging around. I said, hey, you've got that green red initiative deck that I hate and I'm scared of. Like, let's play some games. So we just went back and forth and played a bunch of games. And it was actually a lot closer than I thought it was going to be. But the ability to like disrupt their mana and also just stifle things was pretty sweet. And the fact that the Caves of Chaos Adventure is weak to bolts and stuff like that mm-hmm. is way nicer than having some 3-4 bullshit that you can't deal with. But And then the 3-4... The green one a 3-4? <laughs> Yeah, yep. but it's fucking green and submerges a card, so it's sweet. I definitely had two submerge in the sideboard for the weekend, and that was fun. Yeah. Um, going back to the other Delver deck you were playing, mm-hmm. is Delver better than Shredder if you're playing Predict? Because then all, all your like one drops <laughs> set up Predict? I don't know. Like, this is a legit question. Like, I'm not, like, like, it makes sense, right? It's just a card. That you know what I mean? Like, you're just top. like, you get to go like DRC and you're like, oh, it doesn't like get, you can like put it on top if you have a predictive, if you want to dump it. And then if you have like Delver, like whether you're revealing or not, right? You like, you like look and then you don't flip and then you get to like predict the land away. Mm-hmm. No, I'm uh, having a Delver is fine. Um, I just don't think it was as good as. Some of the other ones. With with DRC and Predict, it's just two mana draw two. Like, no questions asked. Um, but yeah, this for is the sure. thing that'll make me play Delver is that I love playing Predict. Having the ability to look with the Delver, it's just like when you have yeah. a fetch land and you look with the Delver and you're like, oh, it's a card I don't want and it's not flipping my Delver or it flipped my Delver and I don't want this card and you shuffle it away. Same thing that you're doing with Predict and you're just drawing two cards at that point. So I think that's fine. I think it's more just that the Delver thing is very situational and only happens that one time, really. And if you don't have the mana up, so like it's it's forcing you to play a certain way. Um, yeah, you have to do like, are, you have to do it before your main phase, which is yeah. Great if you have like two Falks, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. But um, I don't know between the connive triggers and the predicts, you just get so much both filtering and and the surveil triggers like you again most of my games that i i I won almost all my games until i went up against cody playing hogak and he just when i played atrocious against him and two he just kicked my face in but (laughs) um all of the games i won i was probably at like 20 cards left in my library at the end of each game (laughs) you mentioned that where like your your great your deck would be like pretty tiny your graveyard would be bigger than your deck and then your exile pile would be bigger than everything (laughs) because you're just like exiling all these these cards with your merc tides i am cheering for this build of the deck to be the premier one so that we could finally get rid of merc tide there you go it's i enjoyed it it was fun i probably enjoyed the the canadian or the rug delver one better it just again it had zero card advantage. Um, the only card advantage you have in it is something like a meltdown that you know can like two for one or three for one people in the Classic sideboard. Delver. You, 
And then you had, I had two Minskinboo in the sideboard, which I think I only use like twice during the weekend, but it's still a pretty good control card or like card where the game goes long. Um, but yeah, other than that, you have zero card advantage and you are just from turn one, like you pull out your dagger and you're just like, let's fucking do this. And you start chasing them with your knife, trying to kill them. And <laughs> <laughs> the games were, the games were always fun and exciting. So I had a lot of fun with it. It did play, I, I guess the only other thing I'll mention is both in the blue-red Delver before EI was banned in the Delusian Delver list, and then in this Rug Delver list, I was playing either one or two minor missteps. And I don't know about you guys, I'd be curious what your thoughts are on it, but I am continually impressed with this card. I just laugh. Every time I play DNT, I see them pitch it to force, and I just laugh. <laughs> <laughs> well, against DNT, it's like the perfect thing. Like, I have, like, you can just be like, oh, I'll just counter your Aether Vial straight up. Yeah, it has its place, but like. And then you, you can know, pitch it when you don't need it. Beyond the, like, turn, turn so one. Being, being, on, being on the play and not having to be tempo negative to not have Aether Vial come down, it's actually, like, kind of insane. It's really yeah. Good. I mean, historically played like Pierce or something. But in the in the later game or like the mid game, virtually all of the cards that you care about from your opponent, in terms of them interacting with your creatures that are going to kill them, are virtually all one mana. And it, and yeah. I tell you, it feels so good when your opponent like plays their second land. And they tap their one planes and they're like, oh, I'm going to Prismatic Ending or Delver. And, and you just go, uh, nope, no, you're not. Count um, straight up. And that's probably the funnest one to minor misstep. But again, it just, it's a very powerful card. Like hitting Carpet of Flowers or these things that are kind of like, you can't just bolt them. Like once they come down, they're pretty sticky permanent for a Delver deck. The ability to hold up just one mana and you know potentially take a turn off but the value you get from stopping those kind of ko cards is it's pretty big or stopping swords or whatever on your murktard or red blast i was never really disappointed with the card i have thought about playing it in infect because the cards that you care about stopping in infect are swords yep pragmatic ending and bolt yeah you pr you would probably find the same thing that I'm saying is it allows you to be proactive in those situations when you need to be um, or not have to like, and, and again, like there's like random, you know, hate cards that they could have, but uh, yeah, I've never been really sad to see it. It's been very good. Unfortunately, I don't have room in my list right now because I'm playing three mana do nothing enchantments and uh, divinations. <laughs> And the, the fact that you can also hit the zeros with it. So when your opponent plays like some mocks or something like that, like trying to get their mana stabilized and you can just be like, no, that's gone too. Is is pretty sweet. It's a nice tool to exist. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's not, not unfair. Yeah, I, yeah. I even saw some of the, the Rug Delver list playing three in the main deck, which felt like a little much. 
but at the same time, like I I've been playing two for a while now, and I just can't say enough about it. It's a great card. It'll like never Brainstorm, Brainstorm be as cool right? It's fine. A spell snare. Yeah. Spell snare is It'll so cool. Snare. Yeah. Right now, I'm just thinking of being like just playing Jeff mm-hmm. and being like you're like Aetherval, and I'm like minor misstep, and you're like uh, Stone Forge. Bell snare. There and then I have no follow ups, but I just feel so good. <laughs> I didn't want to play against it. a Cephalid Breakfast player, and they went uh, like turn one, eighth of all, and I was just like minor misstep. And they kind of sigh and like, oh god. And then next turn, they play another eighth of all, and I was like minor misstep again. And at that um, point, they're like, Okay, that's not okay. I kept this hand Long. knowing that one of these was going to resolve, and you just won for one, both of them. Gross. Because half the time, like, you're willing to force a will one of those cards because it just negates so many of your actual counters and interaction. I mean, if you don't but... force the Aether Vial, you're not using the force, most likely. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. With Infect being one of the few mm-hmm. uh, exceptions to that. Yeah, well, often it's like they go for, like, you play your Murktide or something, and then they lay swords in, you go, oh, yeah, I'm going to counter that. But out of those situations, it's still pretty good. But, yeah. So it sounds like, like I want to continue playing some more Delver. Quinn, are you still on the Painter Train, or are you kind of, like, you're oh, I have sampling? Like a, I got, like, a laundry list of garbage okay. to play. I felt like I wanted to maybe, like, win some prize tickets. But when it comes to, like, low-stakes Thursdays, um, I guess this won't be out before Thursday, so I won't blow up my spot. Oh, they did ask a question in our group chat that kind of blew up my spot. Um, shout out to Max. But we before we get to that's gas, a preemptive that's gas to Max. He's always gas. Um, uh, for working out with Matt Tayback that the ruling on Triumph of Saint Catherine when you have less than six cards remaining in your deck is incorrect. It should be corrected, which means. I think if you show a judge that ahead of time, they'll probably be like, yeah, okay, you can do this. <laughs> uh, this is how I'll rule. Uh, but you do have to clarify right now because it's not in like the, there's like a comprehensive ruling on it that will be, I'm assuming, overturned at some point. Um, which means Tempo Esper Doomsday is on the Doom menu. Uh, we'll see how it settles out. Let's see how it settles out. When oh, also, also Prempo for the prison tempo earlier. Been meaning to say oh, what that. what about what about All Saints Day? That's a good one. That is a good one. You should run that gonna, by Max. I'm gonna tweet. I'm gonna tweet that after I get we get um, out of here. You've also reminded me too that I don't think any of us listed this as that's that's gas, but we should actually do this as well. Um, <laughs> shout out on the subject of Doompo. Shout out um, friend of me of the show Elliot for splitting yet another finals. This man's allergic to a win. Um, playing <laughs> Bampo. So, good job. Very nice. Why is it Tempo? Isn't it just uh, Control? Bampo. But isn't it Control? It's Bampo. Uh, it's got Stoneforge. I think there's some Stifles. Yeah, it has Stifle in it, too. Yeah. He Bampo. stifled me. Him and I played. Uh, he was one of my losses that kept me out of the top eight. And there was definitely a... a a few turns where I was like, I smell this stifle. Like, it is putrid. I can just <laughs> smell it. I know what's happening. And sure enough, he had it. But 
um I have like a it's like a shout out and not a shout out to Elliot's opponent who blessed this honest soul. Because Elliot was like, oh, I split the finals because my opponent had to like go to a birthday or something. And I was like, well, it sounds like you could have made him concede. <laughs> That's what it sounds like to me. Um, but, you know, bless his heart for just being like, I, I got to go to the thing. Let's be honest with you. I would have been like, a- do you want to split? You're like, it's been a long day. <laughs> as a wrap up, the, the prize tickets for like winning the showdown like wasn't that high compared to I'm the Canada Nationals? No, like just even just three owing because it was like oh, the, challenge, the challenge. I say the challenge prizes were good. Yeah, they yeah, were. The challenge prizes were insane compared to the showdown. For, like taking your whole day, kind of not your whole day, well, whatever. But like, I like I like the bigger tournament structure of it. That was cool, but it it just made me acknowledge like the challenge payout was so good for. Just going three zero. It was upsetting looking and seeing the Canlander Nationals, which probably had fifteen people. First place was five thousand tickets. Holy moly! Yeah, and first place for the showdown was fifteen hundred. Yeah, well, maybe <laughs> next time they'll support Legacy more, In- or we'll all convert to Canlander. That was on the prize wall, though, like two thirds of a dual land. For a forty dollar event, like it's yeah, no, this is true. It had its place, but the problem with getting two thirds of a dual land in prize tickets is where the fuck are you getting the rest of the prize tickets if you spent your entire day to get fifteen hundred? I mean, I would have just got seven Dominator remastered collector boosters. <laughs> yeah, I just did my whole wad on set boosters. It's like three hundred dollars for the set boosters. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's let's wrap this business up. Um, McBain, that's gas. Who's gas? It was Seth, good friend of ours. Good choice. Yeah, he's one. He was just having a great weekend. Like he's one of those people. He's kind of similar to Ed when he's just always smiling, and he like when he's having a good time, you just know like everyone's having a good time, and he actually kind of we were just chatting at the beginning of the event on, on Sunday. And he's like, Hey, I just want to let you know that like, I listened to the Callum episode with painter and like, he had been playing painter for a little while now, um, probably off and on for like a year or two and just always being generally not great with it. And he's like, that episode like opened my eyes. And it was like, he was describing this like revelation that he had had. And it was just one cool to like have that kind of like feedback, but then two for him to have such a level up from it. And there was all sorts of things that like had nothing to do with what we talked about in the episode, but it just kind of got him thinking. And then when he was going into all of his matchups, he was just like, I, I had a plan. I knew what I needed to do. I knew what I was navigating. Like, he's like, I've never had this before. He's like, I'm thinking turns ahead. And I was just like, that's great, man. Like, I'm super happy for you. And he was just crushing it. Like, I think he went undefeated into the into the top eight. Like, in the weekend. Um, yeah. yeah. Not just in that event, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, so, um, big shout out to him. Props. Like, it's, it's one, great to see someone having success with that. Two, 
to be for the three of us to be the root of that success taking full credit (laughs) and then then no credit to callum and then just uh three i guess like a friend a good friend of ours to see them like really kind of grow and had that those it almost felt like like a triple level up moment for him so we were all in that top eight yeah there you go when we when seth and i played like i kind of mentioned like i felt like i was like he was like i we were drawing from different decks i think is what i said but I wanted to say, like, you know, underscore again, he played really well. I think the best way for me to say that, and, and this is good because I think it builds off what you just said about, like, having a plan and just, like, knowing what to do in the matchup, is that there were, like, three different points in our match across the... We only played two games because he just crushed me. But there are three different points where I was like, if he makes, he makes a mistake here, I'm going to get him. Like, even though I'm behind, like, I'm just going to, like, turn... I, I know what I can do to get him. And so I would just, like... I, like at some point, I was so desperate, I fired a pyroblast off at like just something random to just like kind of like look over here, you know, kind of action. Um, and he was just like, sure, like unfazed. And then it was like, when this happens, like, oh, like he made some welder line where I was like, at least my like painters in the graveyard. I'm like, now nah, I could just like, if I make him forget about that by like doing something with my fucking welder or something and like, you know, just leaving it up, really like forced me to use my welder. Uh, and then on his turn, just like, painter came my painter came back uh which was the death blow in the deciding game oh he made me use my surgical that's what it was he surgical my fury and i had a fury in hand and i was like uh i'll surgical my fury i guess because like i don't know how i'm gonna come back without this fury in my hand but he goes sure uh and then he asked it was like uh get your painter back i'm like uh yeah i knew that was good that's fucking sick. I've never even done that. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, also, he's now the lineal for MMA and wrestling fans in the audience. The lineal Vancouver Painter Champion, because I beat you and he beat me, and you haven't beaten any of us on Painter <laughs> versus Painter. He's got the crown. Okay, we taught him everything he knows. <sighs> well, Callum did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Callum taught him like three quarters of what Callum knows, and that's enough to beat us. <laughs> uh, Quinn, how about you go next and Jeff, uh, you round us out here. Yeah. Um, I sold a bunch of cards face to face over the course of two days. I unfortunately didn't. I, I sure I got it day one and then did not get a day two, but I just had a lovely time sitting down with the buyer from face to face. I know that's a weird thing to say, but I, I don't know. When you sell cards, like, they're doing a job, you're doing a job. Everyone's trying to be nice to each other. Sometimes it's talkative, sometimes it's not. If it's not, that's fine. They're just doing their job. You know, I don't want to be like pushing things too hard. But I just had a lovely time talking Magic the Gathering with this guy while he was uh, pricing my cards. And it made a thing where you're usually like, oh, I got to go sell these cards at some point, you know, tear myself away from this hobby that I'm addicted to and then do this thing so I can buy more cards to play my hobby that I'm addicted to. Um, but both times just sitting down, a person who clearly like loves Magic the Gathering. And we talked about like legacy, we talked about like commander, we just talked about like old magic cards. Um so just like a really unexpectedly pleasant part of my weekend. So I just wanted to shout out I'm sorry that it's unnamed too, but yeah. My new friend from face to face. I hope we'll meet again down the road. <laughs> Jeff. All right. 
it would be remiss to talk about the face of these event without shouting out um, local uh, House of Cards, I believe, uh, house player uh, Will LaHaye, who took down the standard tournament. Um, the extra special reason for shutting this out, too, not just because it's a local guy that did good in a tournament in a format we don't really talk about, is did either of you get to see his deck that he played? No. People keep saying standard is good, and they never bring this deck up when they do, but they should. So, this is a super high level. It's mono white mid range. You know, you got some planeswalkers, you got some farewells, you got like Sarah Paragon, you know, the saga that finds you a planes, whatever. That shit exists. Who cares? You're playing eight copies of Field of Ruin. Oh, I saw his list actually. Yes, (laughs) I did see this. And then you're playing Sarah Paragon to play them again. So just the copy off of his tweet after uh, he won game three of the finals, he field of ruined his opponent seven times and they were on zero basics. Most Grixis decks have cut the basic like, swamp. The fucking rules so hard. Um, so, you know what I've built on uh, arena and what I've been jamming. I've been going. Oh, I love Field of Ruin. It's so good. And there's that moment of hesitation. I mean, this happens playing Legacy, too, when you Field of Ruin somebody, and you're like, I don't think you got one. I don't think you got it. (laughs) (laughs) On uh, Arena 2, when you're on the the receiving end, it's Mm -hmm. just so demoralizing because your whole deck comes up, and it's grayed out, and then it just has the (laughs) decline button, and you're like, do I really have to press it? Like, did we have to... You need me to confirm this? Yeah. Think about like, what you've done. Look. Yeah. You haven't given me a submit button. You know what's happening here. Just gaze like, upon the works in despair. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have fun this match? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do say yes when that happens to me. Really? I always I always say no, even if it's a good time. I think no, not today, magic. No. If I win or lose, fun. if I have a if I have a good time, I say yes. And if there's some card that I think is egregious, I'm like, no. It doesn't matter if I won or not. <laughs> no, I hate that. All right. That's that's all I got. That's it for me. I gotta go to bed. All right. That's it. Really gotta go to bed. Uh if you made it this far, thanks for listening, and we'll see you all in two thresholds. Okay. Do you stop Craig? I can't remember how to stop Craig. Oh, oh yeah, I can. Craig. I can stop there Craig. I got. I got it. You just hit the button now. <laughs>